So I think I'm starting to get the notion that I should have guests on the podcast. It's been mostly me ranting about things that I don't like in the restaurant industry, but I think it's time for me to start having guests. So if anyone does want to chime in and play pretend with me, God forbid you maybe even work at the restaurant, maybe you'll get a host, maybe you'll get a pretend hostess to sit down and chat for a while about how she feels or how he feels about the whole thing. But we'll see. Hopefully, if you guys do, you guys know how to reach me if you're at work. And if you're not at work and you just happen to be in like Switzerland or something listening to this, and you want to chime in, I don't speak Swedish or Swiss, Swiss, I guess. Sorry, but、uh, I do speak English, Russian, Spanish, so we can maybe like fuck around with those. But I'm pretty sure that you guys all speak English because Americans are idiots. So you reach out to me in here. You can pretty much ask me a question. You send me a message on this. You don't have to download the app. I think you could just just shoot me straight up.、Um, And then we'll,、uh, you know, I can call you right from here, and we can just chat. We'll record it if you like, and we'll air it.、Um, so this, let me start with、uh, this one time that I was 12 years old, and we were、um, outside in the park mountain biking. And of course, we built this ramp, and in front of the ramp, we built an obstruction to where if you to get over it safely, you have to go up the ramp and bunny hop over the obstruction, and then keep going. So of course, I was the first one. To go and I gained a lot of speed. Didn't bunny hop. My back tire caught the ramp obstruction, and I fell flat, face first into the gravel. Scratched my whole shit up. There was a stick sticking out of my lip, like through, that went through my lip. It was really bad. It was one of the worst falls I've ever had in my life. I remember it to this day. Well, actually, I remember like the the aftermath. I don't remember the actual fall because I passed out. So, I remember the paramedics walking me back down to my house. Sitting me on my couch in the in our apartment, and I was so dazed and like I was bleeding, and I was just in complete distress, just like fucking total horror panic mode. And the paramedics were checking me out, and they were like bullshitting about a movie, like some movie that they saw. I think it was Lord of the Rings, maybe I don't know, something like that. They were bullshitting about a movie while I thought saving my life, and I almost wanted to tell them like, "Hey, dickheads, I'm a fucking human being. I'm dying over here." You guys talking about fucking Titanic? What the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I mean? How could these people possibly just be so nonchalant about what's going on with my life and with me that they're talking about a movie while patching me up? And that I understand how they did that now, because, like I said, the restaurant that I don't work—it's one of the busiest restaurants in the entire corporation. In fact, it is the busiest restaurant in the entire corporation that we have. I dare to say it is the highest-grossing steakhouse. In the world, I believe, and it's the highest-grossing restaurant in America. Single entity, of course, just one building. Under one roof, we make more money than anyone else, except for I think Tao in Vegas because they're a nightclub at night. So, let, no. Needless to say, we do a lot of volume. A lot of people go in and out, so it's very, very hectic. It's very chaotic. And if you've never worked in a high-volume place, it feels like it's a zoo. It feels like it's Grand Central on rush hour. But if you notice Grand Central and rush hour, it looks like chaos. But everyone has a destination. Everyone is in a rush to get somewhere. So everything's kind of like order, orderly. But it's it's, it's like order and chaos, right? Organized chaos. So what the company used to do was when they hired a manager or a chef, they would train them in a different store. So if you got a job in Florida, they would train you over here in New York with us for six weeks to where you get the bearings, you get the system down, you get the culture, how the operations, how everything works. And then when you finally started at your actual location, 
you would already know a lot of the things. So it would look like you were just, you know, kind of plug and play. I guess the company's cutting corners now and skimming on dollars because we're training the new people right in right in the house, which is kind of stupid. And I do understand the training in the other restaurant location because you look like a doofus when you're training. And doesn't matter how much you know, when you're starting a new job, you're going to look like a doofus for a couple of things because it's not the way you do things here, the way you do things before, but yet all of that shit, right? So in order to like not see the staff that you're going to be leading, seeing you looking like a doofus, because there are boiler cooks that know more than sous chefs out there. You know, they just don't want to be sous chefs. I don't know why, John Lennon, but whatever. You know, they don't like, it's kind of hard to like be led by someone that you just saw being like doofus for six weeks. But, you know, long story short, whatever. But with our restaurant, even if you did train at another location, by the time you got to our location, it was still a shit show because we do so much volume. So it was just, either way, you're going to look like a doofus. Just how much of a doofus are you going to look like? So we got this new guy and he's working and he's trying hard. He's doing his thing. He's got a kind of an optical challenge, which people will make fun of a lot because this is the restaurant business and we do work in hospitality. And what for the most part, the front of the house employees do is that they are forced to be nice to people that are dicks. So these people are just completely shit all over you and you're supposed to be nice and smile to them and actually apologize for things you've never done, which is actually the predominant reason that I left the front of the house was because I was really, really sick and tired of apologizing for shit I didn't do. It was, it was, I hated it. You know, I, I do enough on my own. I have to fucking apologize for other shit now. Fuck that. So I, I bounced. So there's hazing that goes on. There's all kinds of bickering. People pick on other people. People are bullies because they spend their entire day being nice to assholes. You got to get that anger out somehow. So they get it out on their team members, which is why usually during a shift, you'll hear two people literally at each other's throat like ready to kill each other. And then the next, well, not, not the next day, that night, later that night in the bar, they're having, they're having fun buying each other shots, you know? Because once it, once the shift is over, it's like a unspoken rule. Once the shift is over, it's water under the bridge. It's done. There's nothing really that, no, no transgression that bad that it has to carry over into the bar afterwards, right? So there's a lot of bickering, a lot of like, you know, ball busting going on, things like that. So I kind of feel bad for this guy because they probably are going to bust his balls a little bit. And it's funny to hear the management like us talk about who's going to be the worst ball buster. Oh, wait till so-and-so, wait till fucking Captain Batman gets his hands on him. He's going to fucking rip him a new one. And then they told Captain Batman, wait till Dimitri gets his hands on him. Because, you know, so it's kind of like a, it's, it's a fun thing. It's fun, but it's not fun if you're the guy, you know, the butt of the joke, which is actually not too bad for the guy being the butt of the joke because if you you have to learn to how to laugh when you're the joke you know people are making fun of you just laugh with them and say thank god they made fun of me for this if they knew my real flaws they would have made fun of those first so i don't know how he's going to handle that but it's going to happen and it was funny today because he was expediting and big, big captain batman jammy jammy's on his way out i said goodbye and he points to the guy and he points to me and goes He's on day two, okay, day two. And I was like, I get it, bro. I'm not gonna fucking leave him alone. I, I got you, I'm gonna stay with him, I'm gonna make sure he's okay. And I did, I did, I did my job, I did what I was supposed to do because at the end of the day, it's my shift. I don't give a fuck if he's here or not. If he fucks up, it's the second day, it's gonna be bad on me. So I didn't wanna do that. So I did my job, I played nice. I showed him everything there was to show him. I gave him as many pointers and advice as I could. He seemed to have taken them well. We'll see what happens, but there was one point in his 
night, which was like a 400 cover Thursdays. It's a walk in the park. There's a cake, nothing. You know what I mean? Usually when I get there to close, I kick all the other guys out because I like doing it on my, on my by myself. I like taking on the challenge. If it's 400 covers, I'd rather it be me alone versus 400 covers because time will fly. I'll feel busy because I will be busy without compromising like the you know integrity of the restaurant without hurting the guest's experience because there's too much. There's something that's called too much, and then you know the guest suffers and you're fucked. That's not good for anyone. So it was 400 covers, it was nothing, but this guy has never seen this kind of volume and it's such a slow night. Like everyone's talking about how slow it is, everyone's yawning. I'm literally standing on the expo like, you, if any of you yawned, I'll tell you why later. Why it's contagious, quote unquote. And this guy's like, what the fuck are these people talking about? How are they so chill about 400 covers? Because to any other restaurant on the planet, 400 covers is like a balls to the wall. You better call your grandma in because she's going to come in to do the dishes type shit. Like, it's no joke. But to us, it is because we are the best there has ever been. So this guy's looking around. He's like, holy shit. And here we are. I'm expediting these sides. There's like a big party going out. And I'm just bullshitting with Eugenio about something or other. I think we were talking about a girl or some bullshit. But like, it reminded me of the paramedics that were just shooting this shit patching me up and I'm saying to myself like what the fuck are these guys doing like these fucking I'm hurting over here these guys are talking about the movies well that's what happened you know with, with uh, us today and this new guy he was kind of like holy shit like what am I getting myself into my man if you ever listen to this podcast you have no idea what you're getting yourself into but then again I don't know you from a hole in the wall yet so maybe we don't know what we're getting ourselves into hopefully it works out great and you fit right in if not you know there's plenty of restaurants that you can go to that's under this umbrella so you won't be uh, fucked but welcome aboard and i haven't given you a name yet because you're your second day i'll give you a name after two weeks we'll see how you do and hopefully you do great if, uh, if there's anything that you need from me you let me know and in terms of uh, whoever wants to be a guest on the podcast let's be guests all right be, well, we could do we could just bullshit we could disagree on things we could agree on things i'm sure there's plenty of things i've said on the podcast that you guys don't agree with, that you want to, you know, give me your old two cents about it. And I'd love to hear it, please. Because I'd tell you that you're an idiot and I'll explain why. Or not, maybe I'm an idiot. It's true. I fuck up all the time. So anyway, it'd be nice to hear. And if nobody wants to be a guest on the podcast, then you can all go fuck yourselves and just keep listening. Period. I love it. Anyway, toodles.